Recording in progress. So good afternoon, everybody. Um, at the topic today is to discuss the carbon Pesach Bizman Azeh. This is a massive topic. We won't be able to do more than just a very cursory overview. Suffice it to say that no one had thought about bringing carbon Pesach for many hundreds of years until about the 18, uh, early 1800s, mid-1800s, when there was a rabbi named Tzvi Hirsch Kalasher, who was a student from Akiva Eger, who tried very hard to get the Jewish people to resettle back in the land of Israel, which was then under the dominion of the Ottoman Empire. He made everybody crazy, and many people in Europe wrote him off. He passed away even before the Chayvetzim, which was the proto-Zionist movement, got started. And he was actually quite successful. Um, not necessarily getting the carbon Pesach we started, but getting people to move back. Eventually led to the Chayvetzim, which led to Zionism, which led to where we are today. He's not so well known, but he should be well known because of his efforts. One of the key and integral parts of his podium was getting the carbon Pesach to be um, brought again. And the reason that he was focused specifically on the carbon Pesach was because he felt that without carbonus, there would not be a geula, that you needed carbonus in order to be able to have the geula. He had many, many, many riots to prove his point, where he felt that the uh, geula takes place in stages, kimah, kimah, and that eventually the highlight of the geula is the Mashiach comes. But by the time Mashiach comes, there would already have been a Mizbeach, there already be sacrifices, there already would have been a kibbutz Goliath, etc. These are obviously very debated points. Um, just to give one flavor of one of his riots is that he points out that if you look in Shemana Esrei, which we say, we say first the Kabbat Shefa Godel Cherusenu, the Sonis, the Kabbat Goliath, we first have a kibbutz Goliath, and we have the Lushlaim Ircha, and only after that we have a Semach David, only after that we have Mashiach. So he felt very strongly that you bring Karbanis and that helps bring the Geula, that helps bring Mashiach. Why Karban Pesach? Why not other Karbanis? So the basic reason is that for Karbanis Tzibor, they're typically brought from Shkalem and Shkalem require Beis HaMikdash. You don't collect Shkalem if there's no Beis HaMikdash. So without Beis HaMikdash, you don't have Shkalem, so you can't have Karbanis Tzibor. What about Karbanis Yachin? Karbanis Yachin, you can't bring either because we're all Tumei Mace. The only head of Tumah Hutra is Tumah Hutra B'Tzibur. Tumah is not Hitra, does not become Mutter when you have just a Yachat's carbon. So you have the carbon Pesach, which exists in the interstitial space between a carbon Yachat and a carbon Tzibur, in the sense that the Gemara says that a carbon Pesach has to be the whole Klaishal brings it together. So in that sense, carbon Pesach is considered a carbon Tzibur. So it's not prevented uh, by the Tumah issue with Tumah Mace, because you have Tumah Hutchibut Sibor. And on the other hand, it's not going to be brought from the Shkalem. Why? Because Ish, Sela Beis, Ovois, Sela Boyes, each person brings his own, his own Shapsal, he brings his own carbon. He doesn't have to rely on the Shkalem of anybody else. So as a result, it doesn't get held back from the lack of Beis HaMikdash. So for Rotirish Kasha, this was the only carbon that one could promote today. And he felt very strongly that we should ask the Shultum, we should go ask. The, the sultan um, to, for permission to be able to do it. And so he went around, he he got his Rebbe, Rebbe Kiv Eger involved, Rebbe Kiv got his son involved, the Chassam Sefer, the Maritzchias got involved, the Binyan Tzien got involved, everybody who was in anybody in the 1850s, 
18, whatever, 1820s to 1850s had something to say about it. However, it obviously went nowhere. And the current Pesach, as part of his platform of resettling the land of Israel, didn't actually get off the ground. The current Pesach was the one bit that he didn't realize. He didn't realize any of it. I mean, he died in 1871, 10 years before the Chavetzin even got started. However, the vision of resettling back in the land of Israel obviously lived on, and, and that was successful. Fast forward to 1967, right? Because between 1948 and 1967, uh, the Jewish people didn't control uh, the Temple Mount. They didn't control the Harabais, right? Because if you if you recall the history, the Ottoman Empire folds after World War One. Then it goes under the British mandate. In 1948, the Jewish people again control the land of Israel. So again, for the first time, in theory, they could consider this kind of a question. However, between 40 and 67, since they didn't control our bias, it wasn't practical. In 1967, when the Jewish people again regained control of the higher bias, this question came up to the forefront and many people wanted to bring the carbon Pesach. And there was a big debate again. So 100 years earlier, it had been a big debate. And again, it came up to be a big debate. It went so far, the Lubavitcher Rebbe would send out a letter to all of his Hasidim between 1967 and 1975, telling all the Hasidim where it had the means to leave, leave the land of Israel when it comes to Pesach, because if they're not going to sacrifice the Karim Pesach, then you have to leave. Why do you have to leave? Because remember, Karim Pesach is a chiv karis if you don't bring it. If there is potentially a chance that you have to bring the Karim Pesach and you're not bringing it, it's a chiv karis. So don't take the risk. If you can afford it, leave. Um, this notion of leaving, he did for about 10 years. In about 1975 or so, he said that the Israeli government's really not going to change their mind. They're not going to let people bring the carbon Pesach. So therefore, he said, you no longer have to leave. To this very day, and on this era of Pesach, there will be a group of people that will go up to the Harabais with a Shepsel and will attempt to go bring the, the carbon Pesach. They will be stopped. And their argument for why they do it every year is... It's a chiv cars. We have to show that we're an inus. If we don't do some mishtavas, then we don't really get across the point that we're really being an inus. Unless you think, and with this I'll conclude, that this is some notion of Tzur Shkalsha dreamed up in some uh, bit of uh, out-of-the-box people still believe in today. The Kafta Vafar, who was a Rishon who lived in the 1200s, testifies in 1300s. He testifies about a group of baliatesis. It's not clear which of the baliatesis, and it's a whole topic now for right now that they attempted to do this about a thousand years ago. They attempted to bring Karim Pesach then too. So it has antecedents. And again, for the longer topic, there are many antecedents, perhaps going back all the way to the Tanon. Have a good day.